Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, now. Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I, Allison, where do you, you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. This is literally the fifth or sixth time I have tried to start this show. Do you remember if you are of a certain age back in the day when you would record your outgoing answering machine message? Actually, I guess you still do this on your phone sometimes. Uh, You record your outgoing greeting and then it's so easy to just stop and start over. And then you end up doing it so many times, similar to like trimming your bangs where you just keep, you end up with very short hair. This is the audio equivalent of really unfortunately short bangs. Anyway, welcome to another episode. It's a special day. It's Daniel's birthday. Normally I would talk at length and I would talk an uncomfortably long time and then I would bring him in, but I have lost faith in everything. This attempts to start the show. They have broken me. I could detail what happened each time. It started with, we tried, we, we thought, you know what? Let's just let Wendy be in here with us. That was a mistake. And then um, what happened the second time, Daniel? Uh, was it the window? Oh, yeah. The window was open and it was loud. and that. But those are just bad preparation. You forgot, the, you forgot a piece of paper. You forgot a piece of paper inside. Uh, I don't know. And then just, and then it's like, well, if it's sort of like I was late to lose my virginity and I didn't need to be in love with the guy, but I just felt like I've waited this long. It may as well be somewhat special. That's how the beginning of the show was like the fourth and fifth times. I'm like, these lack a certain something. I'm not, you know what? We've started over this many times. We may as well be perfectionists about it. I don't know what that is. I think there's a fucking airplane on top of us. There's an airplane festival happening. There will, (laughs) it is the flight fest. There will not, there will be no sixth time. So if this goes sideways, the listeners I love and the ones I tolerate will, that's the version they'll be getting. Hello. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Are we recording? We're re- Let me check. <laughs> yes, we are. Hi. This is for real. This is for real. And I've even got a list of things to talk about. I'm all fired up. Uh, and I've got, I have to, I'm, the reason they tune in, they tolerate the interviews. They tolerate the other stuff that they get. But what they really tune in for is, is she in the studio? Is she in the house? And what's going on with the termites? And let me tell you. It's not a termite update. It's something similar. It's adjacent. Um, in the trees in our backyard, we have like just thick, just beds of spider webs. 
just like it looks like someone took marshmallow goo or like fake like cotton and just smeared it along the trees and it's really ugly and i was looking it up today and daniel do you what do you think creates those webs spiders wrong uh well i don't know web worms they're caterpillars really and they spin a web or they eject web goo i don't know why? but it's caterpillars why do they i don't know but caterpillars make silk so uh, yeah they make it in, in but are they trying to catch bugs with it or is it just like when we fart like does it just come out of is it, it caterpillar farts <laughs> It might be the solid version of caterpillar gas. I don't know what it is. But anyway, now that I know, we can get rid of it. There's even like devices. It looks like a toilet brush for like cleaning it up. Anyway, let's move on from that. Let's tackle the second most important thing, which is you can tell. Well, oh, that was one of, the, one of the beginnings that we didn't use. It was me saying, you can tell from the smile in my voice. Unfortunately, the cumulative effect of all the tries of starting has wiped away the smile. And now there's just my general ennui and existential dread. But at one point there was a smile in my voice and by hearing it, you would know I'm not in the house. We're in the studio. I was excited about that earlier. Now I don't really give a fuck anymore, but it is Daniel's birthday. How are you feeling? Well, I just admire your your ability to just plow through, despite the fact that I am in this mood or <laughs> just what? Because because truly, where like, other people would have stopped and started over, you just oh. push through. You just push through, and I appreciate that about you. I have determination. Mm-hmm. I've got my eye on the prize, which is finishing <laughs> recording. No, it's. The, I, what is the, the prize? Just starting recording. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I've got the eye of the tiger. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've got the eye of the tiger and the voice of like a 98-year-old man. Hang on one second. Okay. What does eye of the tiger even mean? Because tiger's... Predator. Oh. Like like you're, you're a super predator. Why is it not eye of the lion, which is the apex predator, or like the ultimate predator? Because it was a song, and it probably sounded better. It's the eye of the lion. That sounds good. Eye of the tiger is stronger, because it has the eye consonant. Eye of the tiger, eye of the lion. No, I softer. like eye of the lion. You, you do, but it's not as, it's not as punchy. Tiger. Eye lion. of the kangaroo. Kangaroo. Mm. Eye of the... What's like a real punchy animal name besides tiger? Turtle. <laughs> you got the, I do. I have the eye of the turtle. It's the eye of the turtle. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've got the eye of a snail sometimes. We actually, this just came up on the Thursday show with Jackie and Tim. Do you know where snails eyes are? Where their eyes are? Yeah. Are they on the end of the stems? Yes. Their antenna. Eye stalks. Mm-hmm. That's not where I thought. I thought they were like more on their face, their face thumb, thumb nope. face, foot face. Nope. Anyway, how are you feeling about your birthday? How are you feeling in general? Uh, not great. I'm not thrilled about this birthday, to mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, I'm turning an age that is the oldest I've ever turned. I mean, every year, arguably. It gets worse every year. It does get it gets a little older. bit. It gets 
Now this is the, this is by far by far the oldest I've ever been. It gets one year older each year, right? Yes. I hope not. <laughs> That's how it works. I don't. I don't want to be older than this. I yeah. want to start getting younger. So you know, some birthdays really hit you with how old they are, uh, and then some feel like a big nothing. Like I this, remember, th- I think thirty-one felt ugh, and then thirty-two was okay. When I turned twenty-seven, which was not as recent as you might think, based I, on I how kn- youthful my I voice know is. how old you are, so I know that that was a long time um, ago. I remember my mom saying something about. She was talking to a friend, and she said something about how I was uh, about to turn thirty, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, hold, hold, hold! I'm just twenty-seven. I'm I'm three years away from thirty. Chill out." She said that in your earshot. She told me this, Diane. That's not cool. Uh, well, now I'm twenty years older than that, and so now I feel like. Based on the precedent my mom has set, I'm about to turn 50. <laughs> so this is the first age where I feel like I'm a, like in the, I already feel like I'm 50, you know, based mm-hmm. on that precedent. It's like if 27 was basically 30, then 47 is basically 50. But 27 wasn't basically 30. <sighs> Three years is a but long time. But looking back at this age, it, it was. Do you know what I mean? Like... 27, the difference between 27 and 30 is just, it's nothing. Mm. I mean, I hear, I hear, I'm not trying to be, um, I'm not trying to be contrarian. I hear what you're saying. Do you think the difference between 25 and 27 is something? What do you mean? Is there a difference between 25 and 27? Yeah, about two years. So, so less of a difference than 27 and 30. Yeah, by a year. <laughs> <laughs> I said my age on I, I was on the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself mm. and I announced my age at one point because it related to something. And I kind of instantly was like, I wish I could just like take that back. Like what was the cause I know so many women who aren't I mean I think Not, my age is on my I don't think you're age. allowed in the business anymore now. I was, you know, I was almost tempted to ask them to cut it. But the thing is, I don't hide my age, but I also don't usually parade it out there. But I don't know if I'm making a mistake. You're not going up for any ingenue roles. It's like, whatever. Yeah. The ageism in this business is disgusting. It's tough when your whole thing is like trying to be real, but then also you are still want to be thought of, you know, as young and People need to understand that... Everything you think you know about this business is a lie. <laughs> like everything that people say about themselves outside, you know, obviously not us. I'm saying in entertainment, like people are fucking constantly lying about everything. Almost nothing is as, as it seems. And so it makes people who want to be honest feel like, like saying your age mm-hmm. when in fact, like a lot of people who say they're younger are older too. Now I get it. Like, it's not their fault. The business is sexist. Right. It, it's sexist ageist. and ageist. But it, it, it's, just, it's just really frustrating because who cares? We all get older. So what? This obsession with 
youth. It's, it's like a... And it even happens in writing staffs. It's not just like actors. It's every yes. level of this stupid business. I know a male screenwriter who didn't want his age released yeah. because the whole industry is like obsessed with youth. Yeah. Like forget trying to start as a writer later in life. They, they all want the young person. So you have to start in, in other ways. It's just... Uh, yeah. It, it felt like... To ask them to remove it felt like it would be a like a self-protection and maybe I should have done it. But really, who cares? Really, who's, who was going to hire... What were they going to hire me for anyway where they heard a podcast and are like, no. No one's hiring you anyway. I know. That's kind of the sad truth. Um, no, you're fine. You're, uh, your brand is honesty. And it's a carefully crafted brand. But no one is hiring me. No one's hiring anyone. Some people are getting hired. It's weird to just for the record regarding the no one's hiring me. I'm also not in a position. You're not putting yourself out. I'm there. not putting myself out there. Oh, but, but any day I might decide to. But I might. A certain job might be open soon on daytime talk show. Oh, I know. I feel like the people who are looking to replace Ellen, they're probably definitely hot on the Allison Rosen trail. Is that what you're talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. What are what you, you talking mean, about? What do you mean hot on the... Uh, you, oh, you mean the producers? You're not the... Yeah, not... Not yeah. the people who are vying for the job. Uh, no. I feel like nobody has been... In, in, all, in all honesty, like no one has been put up as a name for that job that actually would be better suited than you. Oh, you're so sweet. But you're, but- you're virtually a nobody, so no one would ever give you that job. But <laughs> don't you think they want to discover nobody though, and nobody like me? I mean, they picked like Ricky Lake. Who the fuck was Ricky Lake when well, she, she had been in Hairspray? But I mean, what was that? It was like it's more than I've been in. She was a little more of like a household name. Hairspray made her a household name. Yes, I had posters all over my bedroom. Not really. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think, all right, look at my IMDb. I who feel was like Sally I'm like Jesse. Sally Jesse Raphael? I don't know. Right? Yeah. You know what your problem is? Mm. You don't have a doctor in front of your name. I need to get one. If you... But I just changed my first name to excuse doctor. Excuse me. Some of these assholes aren't doctors. Should and they I just put start doctor- calling myself a doctor? You should be Dr. Allison. Doctor... Ooh! Doctor, I like that. If you started calling yourself Dr. Allison, you would start getting some of the jobs you want. Honestly, sometimes I think about the fact that I... Um, I, I've got a foot in the comedy world and then I've got a foot in like the self-help world. Who am I? I'm Dr. Allison. You're Dr. Allison. But am I funny? Can I do both? Does it work to do both? Does it work to have a Monday show and it? Well, this is an exception. And a th- you know, Thursday show in the same f- personality? Sure. This Here, is some navel gazy shit we're doing Dr. Right Drew now. does all sorts of different things, right? He does like medical advice and then... Well, whatever. Here's, yeah. Well, first of all, he is a real doctor, but that's not your point. No, no. But here, here, you're gonna get. You'd get criticism for calling yourself a doctor if I weren't one. If you weren't one. So here's how you get around it. Okay. Doc. Doc Allison. Doc. Yeah. Doc Allison. And then you're saying I'm not calling myself a doctor. I'm, I'm calling doc. myself a doc. Yeah, I like it. Or I could just like. You're, you, and then you go. What is every documentary a doctor? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's for documentarian Allison Rosen. 
And then even, I'm also I'm also not a documentarian, but that's what it's. You are for. a documentarian. That's right. I document termites. Your, I document life, webs. The absolute most boring aspects of a person's <laughs> I've, life. I've made interesting. You. Have I've made, monetized. You've, well, you've made. You've made. Listen, you. <laughs> I can't help but notice with my documentarian's eye. Uh, yes. Z, both of them. Yes. That you're a little anti. DA today, Doc Allison. What is going on? I my brain gets scrambled sometimes. Okay, I think sometimes uh, when you get into a certain state, there's like incomplete sentences and fragments of thoughts that don't get completed. My brain gets like scrambled and i think that's how the show opened and my brain was just like (laughs) and that's why you're being like gently mean to me am i yeah it's okay what did i say that was mean you're just i'm a nobody no one's hiring me um i've um what else oh those are the ones that jumped out but um Oh, that I have i document the most boring i am being mean yeah but it's funny I'm sorry. It's funny. You're taking me down a peg. I'm, you know what? I'm flying too high. My britches are too big. I, I don't think of it. I don't My feel like it doesn't stink. I recognize that it's mean. It doesn't feel mean because not, I don't think that it matters. It's jokingly mean. Like, I don't think it actually matters that, you know, you're not being considered for the Ellen job. You know, it doesn't matter that uh, you. Like I think the the what I was saying about you know <laughs> how what? my brain gets you know what, what? I'm gonna go get the Ellen job I would, and in your I would love face I I'd love a bigger house um I think the stuff about like how my brain gets scrambled I, I don't think that's a problem because I think that's it it's like not something that bothers people who listen. <laughs> It's only something that I'm trying to... It's like you'll say... You'll promise something. You'll say like, hey, we're going to talk about this. And then you go off over here and you start talking. And I'm like, finish the thing that you, I'm like wanting you to... to what, what did I not finish? Well, you get there. You did. But, you finished everything. You, you completed every thought. It's just that in the process, uh, it makes me... I'm sorry. Get to know me. You married it. You are hosting a show with it. No, because I don't even feel like I was especially because sometimes I do start sentences that I don't finish, but I don't feel like I've been especially like that it, today. It, it's normal because you have a lot on your mind and you want to get it all out. But like, what's something that I didn't finish? And then we'll move on. You didn't not finish. I did. I so I finished everything. Yes, you did. You and told them. Let's detail. You told them where you're sitting. Ding. You told them that it's my birthday. Ding. Uh. You mentioned termites. Ding! (laughs) You recapped the false starts of the show. Ding! And listen, Tony, normally I would ask you to insert sound effects, but since I'm not, could you refund me for sound effects? Uh, I'm sure there were other things in there. Ding, ding, ding! There you go. Done. We did it. Sorry, I, I am being, I'm a little bit, I think it's because it's my birthday. I'm feeling edgy, and I'm and I'm sorry for taking that out on you. It's I'm okay, really honey. not feeling good about this birthday. Yeah, why? I just I'm. It's like again, I'm feeling older. My body feels older. Like, 
It's like the the amount of work that it takes to get just to normal now is more effort than I've been putting in. What What do you mean normal? Just feeling like a no, what what I would consider my just feeling normal. I don't know, like throughout my life, uh-huh. just not not in super great shape, but just in like. But normal you mean shape. physically? Physically, yeah. yeah. So um, it's just depressing, you know. It's like yesterday I spent the whole day, uh, you know, organizing the garage, which meant like a lot of like lifting heavy boxes back and forth, back and forth. So my, I'm just feeling like sore and achy, man. Poor me. But it's just, uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm in that mood. I'm sorry, everybody. Daniel, it's okay. I was, you know, what I was thinking about this more. This is what was on my mind. Mm. I was thinking the late '70s and the early '80s were like probably the most emo time in American history. So why is it? that so that was the first thought mm. realization i was trying to think is there was there a more emo like like if you think about all of the um sitcom theme songs from that era they're all yeah, like moody. they're like do 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 or mm-hmm. baby if you ever wondered you know yeah. like oh. wondered mm-hmm. whatever became of me they're just like these kind of like, eh, or MASH, the MASH theme oh song. Oh my God, Suicide is Painless. Suicide is Painless. Yeah. Is the, okay. Well, why is it that like super emo teens don't fetishize that era? Like, why are they all not dressed? I would think then that they would all have those mop top hairdos and like, be, and I think it's because people don't recognize, only if you really lived through that time mm-hmm. do you realize that that it was just like a very... I wouldn't have even thought of it as a super emo time. Yeah, it's not recognized as that, but it totally fucking was. It was like, everyone was just sort of like sad. The the the, the sort of, before Reagan, it was the kind of model of masculine, the masculinity was like Alan Alda, you know, like I love emo him. guy. Like he's kind of an emo guy. guy. I mean, I love young Alan Alda. Yeah. Old or Alan no, Alda can get it too. Yeah, but he was like a man not afraid to show his emotions and people were just sort of, I don't know. I think because we think of that time as being like roller skates and disco and, you know, uh, cocaine and cocaine and orgies and stuff. But it was like the, the movie that got it right was the ice storm. The Ugh. ice storm. I fucking love that movie. movie. It's, but that's the thing. It's a movie about, uh, wife swapping. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So you think, Oh, it's the seventies, right? It's, it's like bell bottoms and you know uh, all the the clothes of the seventies, and then it's like uh, they're doing key parties and drugs or whatever. But it's such a sad movie, and you're like, that's it. That was the fucking seventies. It was like all that shit was going on, and no one was happy. Everyone was sad, and uh, no one was happy. Everyone was sad, or young Daniel Quantz. No, I think culturally everyone was sad. And young Daniel Quantz was sad. Uh, I yes, I'm not, but I'm not. Pro- okay, I'm not projecting. I know what you're trying to do. It's because I'm Doc Allison. Doc Allison, I know you're trying to make it so that I'm seeing it through my own personal lens. But what I'm well, saying, I'm just wondering. What I'm saying is, if you look at pop culture, it's sad too. Yeah. Like, you know, just look at the movies and stuff. It's all like, kind of. A bummer and 
you was know, it Kramer versus Kramer around that time? And yeah, you know, you had all that differences. stuff. Yeah. Um, but what was going on culturally that created that? Well, there was an economic. So it was post Vietnam, and then there was this huge economic. Like, what was happening is that in, inflation was like doubling, tripling, mm-hmm. and Carter was in this process of trying to get the country to um, uh, accept belt tightening, you know, and it's like, you know, and, and I think crime was on the rise and like places like New York City were were filled with like lots of crime and then you had, oh, yeah. um, you know, the hostage crisis and you just had like a lot of indicators that felt like things weren't good. There was a decay and then, then there were like lines at the gas station because, you know, not to get all into history, Do but you, it's like, sorry, go ahead. But it's like everyone, people had savings back then instead of debt because it was the culture shifted after that. So everybody's savings because of inflation became less valuable. Mm. So if you imagine like the dollar suddenly is now worth 50 cents, your savings of $100,000 now has the buying power of $50,000. Do you remember, see this is making me think of, I was just thinking about what was going on in our house during all that time, a little bit later, but uh, I'm gonna gonna use poetic license and include it. And I was remembering... The Night Stalker, who was in uh, Southern California, and mm. how scared we were for a number of nights. Mm-hmm. Do you have memories of the Night Stalker? That no, might have no. been like I only early know it mid eighties. I only know it in hindsight because mm. it didn't really. People in Arizona weren't afraid of that. Uh, but yeah, so he would attack people in one-story yellow houses by the freeway. And my best friend... Were they Brooke, always yellow houses? I don't know exclusively if that's what he did, but like that was part of the pattern. And my best friend, Brooke, lived either next door to a house that fit that description or across the street. And I was supposed to spend the night. Oh my God. And my parents said no. <laughs> and I f- my memory is that they said no because of the proximity to a one-story yellow house, which like for some reason that maybe they didn't. Maybe they came up with another reason. I really hope they came up with another reason because otherwise it's like you're free to be completely fucked, but our daughter's going to be safe. Like I feel like that's a, a like a fuck you, see you off, catch you on the flip side right. as opposed to like if you're nervous about it, come to our house or whatever. Um, it's sort of like this is a stretch, but a little bit like in this time and, and age of COVID, I feel like it's totally okay for me to worry about other people being safe and their status and stuff. But if I tell someone I've been quarantined and then they're still nervous around me, I take that personally. Right. Which is so hypocritical. You know, like we've been like, that's been happening. It's just a try a circle of that, a game of telephone of that between me, my parents and my sister, (laughs) all of whom are nervous about it, all of whom want to visit each other, but we only want to visit each other after like there's been all these tests and then, okay, you've been tested. Now you have to quarantine and now this and it's like, but I think each person upon being told that they need to be tested is like, I'm telling you, I'm fine. Right. I know. (laughs) I know. It's because everyone's just freaked out. It's like, it's the unknown quantity of an, of the other person. It's just I don't know. It's not that I don't trust you. It's just that I can't know. Well, it's like we know what we feel is a risk. But what if someone else thinks 
you know, their are idea they, of a risk. Yes. Do they, are they doing the same things? Like, I don't even go to grocery stores, although I feel actually this came up on the podcast where I, where I revealed my age. Uh, stop podcasting yourself. They, I was saying that I love going to the grocery store, but I haven't this entire time. And they mm-hmm. were like, you deserve it. Do it for yourself. I no. don't know. I, but I think it's not that unsafe. But at the same time, why take that risk if you don't have to? That's what it is. I, there are things that I would do. I would go to the grocery store. I'm probably going to go to Home Depot uh, or Lowe's, uh, whichever is I can morally handle. <laughs> I forget. I think Lowe's is better. I think Lowe's is better. Yeah. I'll go to Lowe's. You know, I'll do those things because I'm not actually afraid. I wouldn't do those things if I was. If I really thought I was going to die going there, I wouldn't. Uh, a lot of the reason I haven't done any of those things is because just because that might be what I'm okay with, it might not be what like your My folks are okay, are okay with. with. Yeah, and so I need to be mindful of their standards. So there's been more of an extreme kind of lockdown mentality, just so that we could see some family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, I don't actually begrudge anybody the rules that they've set because nobody really knows what the risk is and everybody is just trying to do their best with this fear. So, you know. Daniel. Yes. Last night we were watching The Americans. Yes, we've finally gotten back to The Americans, which I'm Let's very happy about. Let's have Tony play TV time. TV time. Okay, so we started The Americans and we watched it first run in like 2013. We and watched then, season one. Yeah, and then we took a seven year break. And well, we, we just, watched season one about half of season two. Yeah, we're unclear how much of season two we've already seen because now we're diving back in. I feel like and it was ten years. Watching ago. season two, and we're pretty. We have no idea what's going on because we have no memory of season one. But we've pretty much. We're pretty much sure, even though we have no idea what's going on, we know that we've seen all of this. Right. Everything looks very familiar, and yet we still don't know what's going on. And we refuse to watch season one again. I'm just going to go read about it. We will not go. They There's won't so many things we don't drag remember. us back. But I feel like it'd be more enjoyable if we weren't watching an unintended mystery show. But you know what I just realized? Yes. We've finally reached the point where we're watching new stuff. Yes. Because PredictBot, they know about PredictBot, right? Uh, they know. If they listen to the episode, yeah. Daniel has a character he does named PredictBot3000. And he will predict what's going to happen. And then he'll go, I am predict bot. Now we have a lot of fun. Two thousand what's the deal with predict bot two thousand? Okay, so predict bot one thousand got all his predictions wrong. Yeah. So then we had to back go to back to the drawing, to drawing board. board. Predict bot two thousand got them all right, but it was after. <laughs> right. Uh, so it was useless. Yeah. Like he was right, but oh, he was right just 100% too, of the time, but it was, it was after. Yeah. And then PredictBot 3000 gets a lot of them right. So the other night, PredictBot 1000 made an appearance 
And uh-huh. so we know, therefore, that we're watching stuff. Well, that- no, what you're saying is, okay, so all of my predictions on episodes we'd already seen, that was Predict Pot 2000. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't realize. Uh-huh. But we still saw Predict Pot 1000. Predict Pot 1000 came out. <laughs> because you got something wrong. That's right. Now, tell them why you think that we saw PredictBot 1000. Because PredictBot 3000 needs ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of ice cream. Yeah. Apparently, that's what Daniel needs. So you bought some more for PredictBot 3000. I, I, I need to cut down on my cholesterol and start getting healthy for reasons mentioned earlier in the episode. No, can we be honest about the reasons you want to get healthy? Because you've been, we, you've been talking about needing to go to the doctor for like a baseline for the entire time I've known you. And you want to get healthy before you go. That's not true. And also, it's a little bit true. It's actually not true at all. Okay, tell me. <laughs> I hadn't, that hadn't occurred to me. No, actually, I just feel, uh, like I said, physically, I'm, I'm just in the worst shape of my life. But um, I'm scared. Like, I'm scared of, like, having a heart attack or you know, serious health problems. So I need, it's like, it, I, I'm getting too old. Like, it's like this realization mm. that I don't have the body that I had when I developed the habits that I have. Like, I'm, I'm living with habits that were developed when I had a more resilient, more physically fit, healthy body. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I could do lots of stuff I, I just can't do now. So, you know, I th- I just kind of thought, all right, all right. When I hit my birthday this year, that's when I'm going to start. That you know, I'll give myself until then to indulge in some of these things, and then I'll change my habits. And so then I started a little early, and then uh, and then when I got that wrong, what, when Predict about one made his it appearance? was sh- it was like oh shit. So I thought, all right, one more pint of ice cream, which I did. I got one more pint of ice cream, and then that's it. And then I'm I'm probably gonna do like a fucking diet. <laughs> I'm gonna do one of these fucking diets over here. And this is your first diet ever. Yeah, I've done like sort of like I've done like master cleanse, uh, you know, fast, whatever. Um, you know, and I went vegetarian for a number of years, but those aren't really diets. Per se, it's kind of a lifestyle program, Daniel. Yeah, I need to get on a proper diet. You know what a diet is, right? It's just the die with a T over here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's joined the chat? Hey, it's me. I'm the Diet King of New Jersey. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey, can we tell them what my one of my favorite things I've ever heard you say? What I right? overheard you yell at the screen. Mm-hmm. When we were watching the Americans, and then we're going to get to some calls. Yeah. Last night, there was some drama between the two characters. Mm. Like, they, one of them was clearly upset. Mm-hmm. And sh- so he was like awake in the middle of the night, sitting at the kitchen table, and she came down and she could tell he was upset. And she's like, Are you hungry? I don't know. She, she was talking so quietly. I'm like, Your yeah. kids are upstairs. Um, but anyway, then what did so then she like came over to him to soothe him and what did you say? Do you remember? I don't I remember. It down? No. Less boning, more talking. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 less boning, more talking. Yeah, this couple needs to talk more. They bone too much. <laughs> did it? I mean, look, 
this couple and the Americans, great show, by the way, if you haven't watched it. It's so fucking good. But, you know, they've been together for, what, at least 20 years, it seems. Long time, and it was an arranged marriage. They weren't even, like... And they're, they're hot and heavy. Spy a lot, a lot of passion, let me tell you. Oh, is it diet After guy? only a couple of years, that passion goes away. If even. If you even last a couple of years. It is gone. Gone. <laughs> uh, but then I realized, oh, part of, I think part of the um, story is that they actually weren't in love, mm. but they kind of are now falling in love for the first time. Which would sort of explain that, but but I feel like when you yelled it at the TV at the at, at the show, it's because they genuinely need to. They talk needed more. to have. They, yeah, they needed. To, <laughs> well, <laughs> they I need mean, to communicate. You know, boning's not going to solve it. You know, the, these these two people, they need to talk it out because yeah. they're they're they've got <laughs> some emotional uh, trials that they're that they need to work through, and boning ain't going to solve them. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, also we're on episode what, like eleven, ten or eleven yeah. of season two. Um, Philip needs to apologize <laughs> yes! to his fucking daughter for yelling at her, and it's been like an episode and a half now, and he has not apologized, and it is really not sitting well with me, Daniel. So <laughs> we're not happy with the way they're parenting their kids, and I no. should let you know. We don't even like. I like the kid, the boy, but the, we don't even like their daughter. She, I like her. She's the elf queen of Averdale. She's fine. She's, like, she's growing on me. She looks like she's thirty five. She looks like no. She looks like she's three hundred and thirty five, <laughs> and she's an elf from the magical forest. She looks like neither of them, and Daniel's right. She looks elven, but anyway. But by the way, Carrie Russell is very like both of them actually in real life. I'm sure are very like Dainty. delicate people. Yeah. So it would make sense they'd have a daughter like that. So it's not the, it's not bad casting. It's just that it's it bumps us a little because there's something like yeah, she could be she's either thirteen or, or thirteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But anyway. It's very much the B story, but for us, it's the A story because he yelled at her. Yeah, and he has not apologized. I mean, and he yelled at her. He didn't just go, "Hey, get out of here!" No. He was just like full rage face. Yeah, he yelled so ragey in such a ragey way that yeah. I know can tell he has veneers. He's I like, was able to see his gum line. Trust God, you but you don't, God, you don't respect, respect me. Yeah, it was like, oh shit. That. Felt it, and I said, "I said I felt that." Yeah, we're on a we're on a real uh, uh, what's his name, Matthew Reese. Reese, we're on a a Reese Witherspoon feast. <laughs> 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 we're watching Perry Mason. Mason and the Americans. I mean, it is all Reese all the time in this house. That's right. All right, let's hear something. Let's do it. I love when you guys call us three two three. Yeah, wait. So if he married Reese Witherspoon, it'd be Reese Reese. Matthew Reese. No, her name would be Reese Reese. Yes, it would be. 323-553-2331. You know what it is when we just watch part of an episode? What? Reese's Pieces. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, yeah. Happy birthday, Daniel. I hope you have a great day. This is Sarah from Virginia. Just as a reminder, Sarah from Virginia calling to wish Daniel happy birthday. Hope you're having a good day. Bye. 
Thanks, Sarah. I don't think there's a lot of birthday calls. Um, that might be the only one. You jerks. How dare you forget my... <laughs> no, I wouldn't expect any. Hi, Allison. I'm Marlene calling from Oahu, Hawaii. Although um, I'm actually born and raised in Cerritos, California, so I completely relate to um, your OC childhood stories. So thank you for that. I'm currently 30 years old, and my boyfriend, who I live with, is 33. And we both absolutely love listening to the show. Anyways, I'm actually calling because I have a random question about Blu-ray distribution and streaming services. Um, my boyfriend has been collecting DVDs and Blu-rays for a long time now, and we have this giant shelf in our apartment that we're actually trying to downsize. Um, and we would switch to streaming movies and TV shows if it were possible to download them offline and have the same, you know, like bonus features that are normally only available on Blu-rays. And yes, I do live for bonus features. I am that person. So my question is, why is it that only Blu-rays can have bonus features and streaming services for them? And sorry. <laughs> so why is it that only Blu-rays can have bonus features and streaming services for the most part don't? Are special features becoming obsolete or do Blu-rays have some sort of secret patent on them? What do you think? And I know this is totally virtual problem, but I thought I'd ask something non-COVID related for once. Um, but anyways, thank you for the show and for always being there um, in our ears, especially during these times. Um, I don't know what I would do without them. Thanks, Marlene. Thank you for your call, Marlene. Hello, Marlene. Now, does she know that you work? I think that's why she's asking. If not, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> why, like, why would someone call you and ask that? I don't know, but I like that they think I might know. I know someone who knows, I think. Um. Well, there's okay. A couple things. First of all, if you have all these DVD, I don't know if this is actually what you, if if this is part of her question, but uh, I know it's not the main thrust. So I'll get to that. Uh, one thing you can do if you have a, like a shit ton of DVDs um, is just get one of those like Case Logic like folders and take them out of the cases, put the discs in there. You can store like a hundred in one of those things, and then just like recycle the the cases. And, you know, it's a nice way to, because you, you don't get rid of your DVDs. You put a lot of money. You've got, there are editions of movies you have that will probably never be released like that, you know, with special features, especially if you like the special features. So, you know, no need to do that. No need to get rid of them. Blu-rays still are great quality. And I, I still buy Blu-rays. Uh, although, you know, 4K is better. It's still pretty great. Um, and I think like Blu-ray is still better than your best streaming, uh, resolution. So anyway, the reason why you don't get special features on the streaming services has to do with, I think a lot of it has to do with programming and, uh, I, it is a, the way that the business works is that, the studios, you know, they have their catalog of movies and they license those movies to the streaming services. But they still sell the movies transactionally through like Apple, you know, or Google or, or wherever, Amazon. So you can still buy those. When you buy those, you will get special features. So if you buy, buy a movie on iTunes, you'll get the special features. When they license to like Netflix, they don't want to give it all away. They just give them the movie. And part of that is keeping the premium for themselves for the premium price, 
right? So it gives you an incentive to buy it because you get more money per transaction on a on a sell through. If that makes sense, but so uh, special features aren't going to go away unless transactional, uh, you know, VOD goes away. Um, the, the truth of it is, special features. I'm here for the truth, I can handle it. The special features were only just a way to make people feel like they were getting more for their money. Oh, well, it worked with Marlene. I mean, that's why you would see like the shittiest movies with directors' commentaries and shit, <laughs> because it was just like, look, for fourteen ninety eight, you're not just getting the movie; you're getting like all this other stuff, um, and it's just not something that is necessary with, you know. Netflix or Hulu, so they don't do it. There's no incentive. Now you know. Now you know. But now yeah, you if know. you like the special features, go to iTunes. Uh, almost all the movies that I've been buying recently there uh, have special features. Can I say that if I watch an episode of a TV show and it doesn't include scenes from next week, oh, it dry, I'm drives me crazy. Very, very unsatisfied. Even though you <sighs> never are able to tell anything from it. it. I don't know why. It's like, yeah, it's like a conditioned thing. Did you, Mad Men start the super like, what the fuck? Right. Scenes from next week. Where it told you nothing. Yeah. Yes. But it was just like, a, it gave you a feeling. They go, hey, sit down. Okay. He, he what? And then, you know, and then it's just like <laughs> nothing. Uh, in fact, I think a lot of times they'll, they'll use them from other episodes. Yeah. They're not telling anything. Uh we should do one of those at the end of this if we remember. Okay. Okay. Well, I have, are you done? Because I have something to say. Did I miss any part of her question? I don't think so. I feel like you nailed it. And we also, should have a, we should have a segment. Uh, Quant's knowledge. No. What? What's something that's snappy that? Entertainment business questions corner. Right. What's something snappy? Uh, Quant's questions. On Quant Quest? Quant's Questions Quest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then we'll just go on a quest for questions. Sure. If you guys have something snappier, send it in. (laughs) A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com or tweet at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Ooh, Q's for Q. Do you remember when you were talking about some company's Quant's? Yeah, like in Wall Street, they... In financial services, there's a something called a quant, which is a a, a a job. It's like an it's like a very sophisticated form of an analyst. And what did you say though? You said something like, "Yeah, they've all got their quants on it." And I was like, "Are those their versions <laughs> like, of you?" Yeah, <laughs> their quants is there's yes. Uh, I, I am sort of a quant. I'm not exactly a quant. I'm a, but I am a quants. <laughs> <laughs> what does it take? What would it take for you to get, be a quant? Because I just got, I'm a doctor now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I'd probably have to go back to school and take statistics and finance and stuff. I mean, what they do is much more sophisticated than what I do. I'm doing like business Light analysis. Quantum. I'm doing business analysis, but what they do has a lot of, it has a lot to do with like, for you know, predicting stock market moves and are they call like is quant the job yeah, title? I think so. I think you're a quant. Q U A N T. That's right. 
some there's probably people out there who could who could correct me on that or quants can you correct quants <laughs> yeah are there any quants out there quants ask quants on quants tell the quants <laughs> listen quants that's you not them uh, all of them all the quants and all the everyone else's uh recent events have reminded us how important and awesome healthcare professionals are this time last year, we were cheering for our favorite sports stars. Today, we rightly cheer for nurses, doctors, respiratory specialists, techs, and more. Uh, healthcare providers are the new icons to cheer for, look up to, and be inspired by. Figs has been cheering for healthcare professionals all along. Uh, their mission is to celebrate healthcare pros and make sure they have the awesome scrubs they need to perform their best. Fig scrubs are engineered with the innovative functionality found in high-performance athletic apparel. Um, and they also make a ton of stuff that you would be interested in even if you don't work in medicine. Daniel, you have a hoodie that has like a bunch of pockets and is super comfortable and looks really good. I love it. I almost bought a lab coat. Ooh. Allie Ward also. Doc owns. Allison needs a lab. I, I need to head back over to Figs. Figs proprietary Fion X fabric features silvader, antimicrobial, and four-way stretch technology. It's moisture, wicking, anti-wrinkle, and liquid repellent, and they're ridiculously soft. And now, because I know about Figs and I'm intimately familiar with Figs, whenever I see doctors anywhere, either in real life when a friend of mine was having a baby or on, we were just watching a medical show. I'm like, are those figs? Because if it looks, if it looks good, it I looks always good, wonder. I assume it is. If it's figs, that's right. Uh, figs wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and enjoy 15% off your first order by using code bestfriend15 at checkout. And if you're not working on the front lines, thank someone that is because figs will give you 15% off too. Head to wearfigs, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com and enter code bestfriend15 at checkout. Again, wearfigs, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com. Enter code bestfriend15 at checkout. Out, get ready to love your scrubs. You guys, I'm trying to up my YouTube game. So please go to youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Spell the way I spell my name. It's super it's intuitive. And subscribe. Just do it. You won't be sorry. This is part of the eventual migration to YouTube. Everything not, will be on YouTube. I don't know if that's true. Well, if that's true oh wait do you mean that like every single human being is migrating or are you are you predicting my show is migrating to youtube i'm predicting your show it'll still be all the other places to get it we'll see predict bot i just don't want anyone to be left out you're being so subscribe to youtube oh. one day you might wake up and it's all on youtube are you doing like a commercial where you're planting fear i'm i'm trying to use fear more in my yeah my persuasion tactics good Anyway, you don't want to miss out. Go over to YouTube. But um, I had Melissa Gilbert on the show last week, and that entire video with some... Uh, Pete did some, like... Tony produced... I feel like they're going to hear the name Pete, and they're going to be like, oh, what about Tony? Don't worry. Tony is still well and good and fine. Yeah. Pete did the video. Pete, who filled in for Tony, yeah. Pete the retailer, and uh, he put special doodads in it. And it looks great. It's like there's special doodads happening. Doodads are fun. At a certain point, the Snapchat drop was played. And I asked him if he could write hashtag Snapchat on the screen. So it's clear that it didn't. Because I worry that it like looks like it came out of nowhere otherwise. Mm-hmm. So he did that. And I feel like that is a fun visual doodad. I mean, Her husband, Tim- Timothy Busfield, 
pops in. Pops in for a second. You don't hear that on the audio. You, you just see it. If you need a bus fix. Go to bus field. Then you can get your bus fix. Bus field fix. Fixed. That's your question. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Thank you. So we were talking last week. I'm going to see if we can talk about this without talking about the thing that we were talking about that led to this. And you said, oh, you're too, actually, you were frustrated with me. And you're like, oh, you're too innocent for this world. <laughs> yes. I, in a little bit, I feel like it was like a compliment, but you were also like, I, but, but it was frustrating you that I could be so naive or innocent. No, not in a, not in a, a judgmental way, more in a... I was a, like, oh, honey! No, no, I meant it more like... It's not, it's not in any way like, a bad on, thing. come on, honey, you're too innocent for this world. Yeah, but it's not a bad thing that in this situation you are... Uh, it's like... Let's give a little bit of background. It was about... You, you were thinking that certain people could have done certain things. And I'm like, I don't think so because X, Y, Z. You just totally did not clear it up. I know. Um, I'll, I'll put it in a way people can understand. Um, you were, didn't seem able to understand that people could be devious yeah. and could intentionally be misleading uh, or lying and doing something, uh, you know, secretly, covertly to harm, you know, you or someone else. That that you were taking what they were saying and how they were presenting at themselves face at face value. And so I was, and so, and in this particular case, I believed that it was my I believed it was much more possible that these people were bullshitting, that they were full of shit and that they were actually doing something and that that hadn't occurred to you. And I, that's why I was saying you're, you're not, you're naive and that, that's not a bad thing. You're it's, there's an innocence to not immediately see like my dad has said the same thing about me. And even though he's said plenty of, uh, uh, things that hurt my feelings over the years, this was actually not one of them. And when I say it, it's going to sound like it is. It's going to sound like an insult, but I actually understood. I think he said says something like, there's a little bit of a piece missing, which sounds so shitty, but it really wasn't. But it was just like, you're not like tuned into that channel that picks up on how like awful people are. Yeah, like I when have it a involves very, me. I have a really, really good sensor on people who are narcissistic or sociopathic like i i am very good at identifying a person who's got those particular personality disorders and so so it's wrong to say that i'm cynical i don't believe all people are you know selfishly motivated and doing shit but i know when people i know when i've identified a person who's capable of it Mm -hmm. and so uh in this case, we're talking about a, a person or people who I had already identified as this. And so when you would say, oh, well, they said this or they – it's like, yeah, but you do understand that that's, that could very easily be bullshit, that they could be playing a role 
to one person. And in fact, in this particular case, it's like, it's possible for someone, (sighs) you know this if you watch Real Housewives. It's like two people pretending to be friends when they're with each other and secretly talking tons of shit and working against the person when they're not with that person. Or, you know, like actually actively disliking a person, but then would confide to that person when it suits their interest because they're sort of Machiavellian. Uh, And that's kind of the dynamic we were talking about here. Sorry to be cryptic about this, but, you know, it's not important who these people were. I can be slightly more specific. Uh, The example would be a couple people teaming up to uh, do something shitty to me. And I was like, I don't think so because, and this is, we're talking about something that happened a long time ago. I was like, I don't think so because the people that you're suggesting might have teamed up, they hate each other. They don't like each other. And then you're like, that's when you're like, you're too innocent for this world because it's like, yes, they might have bad mouthed each other to me, but they're like duplicitous people. Yeah. So why would you believe that they're actually, have the inte- have integrity. You're 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 hearing them badmouth the other person, and so you think, yeah. well, they would never team do up. It. But it's like they would never be a, but like, put, work against. There me. are people who badmouth everyone. Yeah, but they still have friends. They badmouth all their friends. They're just this is how they operate, and so it doesn't matter that they badmouth the other person. It's irrelevant. You know, I this is a this tangent, but what I was going to say is like, isn't it weird how? Even the most horrible people find love. <laughs> like growing up, do they? I they do. I don't know about that. I place such a premium on being a good, decent person, and I saw so many people around me that just weren't good, decent people. And I remember, like, like I feel like when people fall in love, not that many people are truly looking to find a good, decent person. Like whether, whether the person they found is like decent and good is usually, you might say it's high up on the list, but I don't think it really is. What do you mean when you say find love though? Like they get married or they find a partner. They find find a a soulmate. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they've found love. That doesn't mean that, that like they are experiencing any of the things one might call love. Just because someone has a partner. They find someone who wants to be with them. Okay. So they found someone who wants to be with them, but they're still fucking miserable. You can't be someone who is incapable of empathy and uh, the kind of generosity of spirit that it would take to be a good person. You can't be someone who doesn't have that capacity and find love. You can't can't do it at all. You either can do it or you can't. You know what I mean? Like the people that I know who are um, bad people, let's mm-hmm. say, they, don't, they may have a partner. They're fucking miserable they're, yeah. and, they're, and their partner is miserable and they don't have good relationships and things fall apart and they're, they're all toxic in every way. You can't be toxic in some ways and not toxic in other ways. You're toxic everywhere. You're toxic everywhere. I know. Hi, Allison and Daniel. Uh, This is Penny calling from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Um, I just wanted to say um, I am loving the Monday podcast as well as the Thursday 
but I'm loving the Mondays with Daniel. And I wanted to say, Daniel, I wonder if you could do like a Patreon, um, week, you know, a weekly Patreon with um, you talking about politics because um, I guess, yes, my views do align a lot with yours, but I think you absolutely made me understand why people are not wearing masks. I couldn't get it. It angered me. I was frustrated. And I get it. Um, not good, but I get it. Um, and I also wanted to say, I have a 13-year-old, and yeah, he's annoying. Um, you know, he's he's suddenly super smart, and he knows everything about the world now. But he's a really good kid. He's fun to hang out with. He has a great sense of humor. He's kind. Um, so... So far, so good. Um, you know, um, I think boys, um, you know, better, <laughs> lesser drama, I think. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that maybe I'll have a nice teenager. Um, so once again, thank you so much for the podcast and um, keep it going. You guys are doing great. Um, and hopefully someday we'll all be able to live some kind of normal life. Thank you. That's very sweet. That was nice. Thank you. Uh, I'm. I would love to do something like that. It's. I've been. I've been all over the place and have not actually. I've talked like I keep teasing things too. You made Quabby and you never did anything with it. I know. I know. Maybe you could roll out Quabby on my Patreon. No, no. I've got a plan. I just got to execute it. Sorry. Um, I don't want to anger your But Quabby's not what she's talking about I know but I'm just saying you've you've done things Um, Yeah uh, I would like to do that I don't know if it'll be on Patreon or if I'll Excuse me I had to burn (laughs) Do you want to keep that or you want to let Tony (sighs) You tell me you're the producer Tony do do with it what you feel is necessary Um, And Um as far as your son goes, what did she say? He was 13? Yeah. And that he's annoying and knows everything about the world. But I think teenagers, teenagers are like babies who suddenly know a lot of things and also want to have sex with everything. So it's like, (laughs) so so once you realize that, then you can have patience with them (laughs) because you wouldn't get mad at a baby who suddenly knows a bunch of things and wants to have sex with everything. (laughs) Honestly, I look back at like I look back at being a teenager honestly through probably mid 20s and uh I'm grateful for everybody who who um didn't have sex with you <laughs> in some cases. <laughs> uh no, everyone who who tolerated my uh you know, there's a patronized me, humored you, humored me. You know, because I think there's this thing. Uh, as an adult, you'll look at a 14 year old who just learned a piece of information, and that 14 year old's going to tell you what's what or what. <laughs> and there's like a temptation to just be, listen, Buck, you don't know fucking jack about what you're talking about, or like you got it wrong, or this and that. And, um, I, I think that. It's important, or they'll have an idea, which is like, kid, I had that idea when I was 15. And, you know, it, but it's like letting them 
think it's like this great original yeah, idea and not to. pissing on it is a gift you can give a child because they will grow out of it and you don't need to do that. Uh, can I tell you some fucking thing that my stepdad used to do yeah. to me, which is just like, it makes me mental. Uh, I would come home from school and this is even younger than teen, according to my mom. And I would be like something I learned and I, but I'd be wrong. And it would be something that is like super, everyone knows, like, uh, I don't, I don't know any examples. My mom hasn't been able to remember any of them, but it'd be like, uh, George Washington freed the slaves. And, uh, and then my stepdad would go, I'll bet you $5. Now it would be something that he knows as an adult, but I wouldn't know. And I'd be like, okay. And then he would prove me wrong and he would take my five fucking dollars I feel like that's not cool. That's not nice. How did that make you feel? What a fucking dick. Like, I want to go, I want to fucking kick him in the nuts forever. <laughs> I want to kick him in the nuts and never stop kicking him in the nuts. That is like such a shitty thing to do. You're just literally taking, like, $5 when you're a kid is a yeah. lot of candy and comic books. <sighs> anyway, don't do that. You know, kids, they're learning. They're, they're discovering ideas for the first time. Let them be wrong or let them be silly, you know? I, I feel like the woman who just called probably is that kind of... She you know, seems she's, like a nice she's, mom, She's going to yeah. be a good mom. So I'm really just talking to whoever out there, but God um, Teenagers are knuckleheads. They're just knuckleheads. Yeah. But, they're ba- but they're babies, too. That's the thing. They're like half babies, half... Knuckleheads. It's like that's what Spider Man is all about, by the way. Oh, really? So Spider Man is a is an allegory it, when done right and in its original form uh, about it. it rep, he is a character that represents that tension between being a child and being a man, being a boy and being a man, and the and the power that you're starting to feel as you become a man and how exhilarating and scary that is, you know, it's no, it's no wonder that he's shooting jizz out of his hand. Right. Right. But it's like, when you hit that age, there is that weird thing of like half the time I'm an awkward baby who like gets beat up and shoved into lockers. But then half the time I've got these new muscles and I'm strong and I want to like swing from the fucking buildings. And, um, so you got to have patience for this like emerging person because uh, that's, you know, it's awkward and scary and exciting. I wish I was 16 years old. <laughs> Do you? With my mind now. <laughs> You're just feeling your age. I don't, I don't wish I was 16. If I were to go back to an age, well, you know, it's tricky though. It's like, mm. do you go back with all your resources or do you go back to that time with exactly the way it was? Well, if it's the latter, no thank you. Yeah. It's like, in some ways, my life, it's like my life is better than it's ever been, but my body is the worst <laughs> it's ever been. You know, So it's like, I want the body I had, but the life I have. Are you... Um are you feeling, are you so down on your body because you feel sore or because it doesn't, is it like an outer in or an inner out thing? Like it doesn't feel how you want it to feel or it doesn't look. Well, I'm not as strong look. as I was. You're still plenty strong. I'm not. Okay. I'm not a 
quarter as strong as I used to be. Um, my whole right arm is like my shoulder and I, I don't know if I'm getting arthritis or what, like my elbow, the, the ligaments in my mm-hmm. elbow are constantly sore. My wrist, I think I have like wristitis. Well, I, I have a little bit of carpal tunnel in both of my hands, but like my right side, my right wrist is mm-hmm. always, always like, uh, like draw- when I was you've lifting- been doing a ton of drawing. I just wonder if it could be that. I doubt it. I think it, it's just been going on for okay. uh, ages. And like lifting boxes, like just like, uh, like li- just lifting something with my right arm always hurts. Mm. So you're just like, what the fuck? I didn't even do anything. Yeah. Like if I'm going to be sore, I want, I want a tale to tell. Well, you built like a million shelves and reorganized a garage. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a story. <laughs> One day you'll tell that tale, Can- honey. Yeah, to my grandchildren. Let me tell you about the time I re- reorganized the garage. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it looking at me. Or looking I, at it. <laughs> or looking at it. it. That's, by the way, the oh my God, the garage is like full of stuff. First of all, it's, there's just, it's just packed, right? And so for the last few weekends, what I've been doing is like I, uh, take it all out and then trying to organize it by uh, stuff we want to give away, stuff we need to throw away, and stuff we want to keep. So that the stuff that we want to throw away and give away is like more accessible because I want to just start getting rid of it. So you know, pull it out. And then, and then it was like, okay, the stuff I want to keep, I need to put it into boxes, like plastic bins instead of the cardboard boxes that fall apart. Do you have a label maker? No, but I, I've been printing labels. Oh. But um, anyway, so... What's so fucking depressing. So so this, what I did yesterday is I built these shelves, right? So I built these like really good, solid garage shelves all along this wall. And it was like, I was so excited to do it because it's like, oh, this is going to start to feel organized. So I, I pulled all the shit out. I built these fucking shelves in. And then I started putting these bins in. I started, you know, I got some new bins. And I'm doing all this. And what... Like half the stuff is still out of the garage at this point, but all the stuff that's on the shelves is on the shelves. And it's it's like, organized. It's like, oh, this is looking good. All right. And now I've got to put all this stuff back in that's not going on the shelves. And because it's a volume issue, it looks just as fucking packed as when I started. <laughs> it looks like I did nothing except it's got shelves. But it's like it's so fucking depressing when you do all that work and you're like, oh, my God, I still can't walk through the fucking garage. You can. You just have to turn sideways. We were going to do a garage sale, and then uh, COVID hit. Yeah. So now we're, I'm just going to probably take a bunch of shit to Goodwill or wherever, and, and I don't know. Anyway. Listen, we love when you leave reviews for this podcast. We love it. It helps out the show. Please do that. Rate, review, subscribe. And we'd like to read a couple on the show. Here we go. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Okay. Love this podcast by NY Marathon Runner. Love everything about this podcast, especially the revolving Thursday gangs. Every group somehow is even better than the last. Have listened to Allison since the Antichrist days. <laughs> Funny how Corolla shares the same initials as AC. Oh, interesting. Miss Daniel from the Thursday shows. Come back soon. Dequants on the snappy. That's nice. 
I do. Yeah. You should come back soon. We got to figure out a way to do it where there's not going to be technical is- issues with us both zooming from the same room and etc. It's the zoom is really the issue. I'll be I'll be back at some point. Someday we won't be using Zoom anymore. Hopefully. But we're talking about trying to do a Thursday show reunion with all the old gang, and I feel like you have to join that. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be a... Because I paired back how many people are on the Thursday. Listen, you guys, I need to just share something that's bumping around my head. Mm-hmm. I, Daniel knows. Mm. I am thinking maybe of doing more Patreon bonus episodes with the goal being, should I not announce this so soon? Well, you no, can I announce can just, it if I you're planning to do it. I'm planning to do Well, you know, a lot, lot can happen before you really do things. But I'm thinking of doing an extra bonus episode a week. And then I'm thinking of putting more of my shows on YouTube. I put the Melissa Gilbert one, but I'm going back and forth as to whether to keep the video of the Thursday gang as a Patreon bonus or to put that on YouTube and focus more on these weekly bonus shows that I would do. And they would probably be shows with me, maybe shows with you, some others too, but like basically shows that it would be gossipy, ask me anything type shows. Mm. Um, and I would probably video those and put the video up on Patreon. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little bit in between. Betwixt. In be- I'm betwixt thither and hither. Are you Are you thither? No, I'm betwixt hither and thither. Oh, you're... But... Wait, so betwixt hither and thither is neither. Hither nor thither. I'm neither hither nor thither. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember... Oh, but leave your comments for us. Thanks. We love it. Do you remember <laughs> saying that you needed to devise <laughs> a humane nibbles trap? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then so that I can just take her out and release her into the wild. No, you, you said you would just release me into the food court. Well, that would be the wild yeah. for, for nibbles. <laughs> yeah, I need it. I need a humane nibbles. But trap. what was what what did it relate to? Oh, it was because I said that I had, I had, I had worked my way through the nibbles deterrence on some pizza or something. Yes. So. And you're like, oh no, if that's not working any. So, the, at my behest, mm-hmm. if there's food that I don't want to be tempted by, mm-hmm. I'll ask Daniel to take like tape and just make it so that it's impossible for me to get into. I think what I might do is have a ramp uh, into a bucket and then in the bucket just have a loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not good. I'll just eat the bread. No, yeah, but you won't be able to get out of the bucket. Yeah, but that's still a lot of bread. You just need to have like a little bit of bread. Just enough to get nibbles into the the bucket (laughs) and then I'll, uh, yeah. Uh, But... The nibble thing is better lately. You know what? No one cares about this. Maybe they do. They don't. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Well, they care. They care about you, honey. I know. I think it's that time, Daniel. What time is that? The time where we bring this one to a close. Oh, no. I had one more question. Okay. What was Quantzer size? (laughs) Uh, Well, I was thinking... I need to boost my uh, my clout on social media. And uh-huh. I was thinking, why don't I start 
a lot of people do like fitness videos and things. I could do my own branded version and, and make some money, you know, because you have, I think I was asking about bar. Classes. Oh, yeah. You said you wanted to know Zumba. what Zumba is and what's bar. Zumba. And I'm like, I feel like these are all just variants of, you know, other things like, oh, it's a variant of Pilates or it's a variant of uh jazzercise or whatever and it's like well i can just do my own and it just do this it's all the same fucking exercises i'll just do <laughs> quantercise uh but quantercise what it would be is just sitting at your desk talking about exercising and then and then you end up not exercising oh that's quantercise you could do that <laughs> that is and then i want to checking boost, i want to boost my brand by selling mine would be like check twitter <laughs> okay make it burn <laughs> I want to sell frozen entrees, like Nibbles branded frozen entrees. Oh, I don't know what, what it. Be? I don't know. It would be like lately. It would be two marshmallows <laughs> and a pretzel crisp. Oh my god! Pretzel crisps are very they're flat, thin pretzels, and then like like three white chocolate chips. It's so good together. Sure. You know what it is? It's a blonde s'more. I'm just not sure that that's going to catch fire. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Listen. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please make sure that you're subscribed. Tell your friends. Download. Tweet. You guys have been great about retweeting the tweets about the show. That makes me... I don't know that it... No, it, I was going to say I don't know that it helps. It just makes me feel better. But it does help a lot. Um, so many podcasts fighting for your podcast listening ears now. So... uh that is why if you like this show, you got to help by telling people about it. And, uh, but you know, you don't got to do anything, but it, it, I appreciate when you help. And also sign up for Patreon, Patreon, if you're not already, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And, uh, I'm on Cameo, cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. Listen to Childish. Daniel, what about you? You can follow me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and, uh, Anything else, I'll let you know on those uh, platforms. Let's just say I'm tired of promising something and then not delivering. So let's just stick with that. Yeah, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. I went live on Instagram yesterday. I don't I, – and I, it was weird. I really enjoyed it. I keep thinking I'm going to do that, and then I just never have the time to just sit down and go live. I want to. I, I will. You know what? You know when you do it, you do it when you are ready for something else, and then someone's like, "I'm running late. Can we do it at this time?" Because that's what happened. Is Greg was run, running? I was getting ready to do childish, and then Greg was like, "I'm running late. Can we do it at 3:15?" And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, and then I was, time. yeah. Sounds good. I'll set schedule forth a that block of time that can be postponed. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for thank listening. You. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 